Well, hi everyone. Welcome to the uh, Thursday edition. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm just as surprised as you are. I remember telling you guys uh, on Saturday that there was going to be no Thursday show. So believe me, I'm just as surprised as you guys are that I had time to do this today. But uh, anyway, welcome to the Thursday show, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, yeah, you did read the title, right? This is uh, the Whitfield Report Thursday edition, Graduation Day, because uh, I am graduating from the State College of Florida uh, today, is my uh, graduation ceremony. I'll be having it at uh, 7 p.m., well... I won't say where. Do I ever want to dox myself like that? No, I do not. Um, I'm not at the school anymore, so, you know, I don't really care if you guys know where my uh, alma mater is or not anymore. One of my alma alma maters. Um, That's the interesting thing. I'm I'm done with the state college, but I'm not done with college... uh, yeah, and in its entirety either. I'm going to uh, USF. Uh, so go Bulls. I'll be starting there next uh, semester. Anyway, though, I've got a few thoughts on uh, graduation, just college in general, and some other ramblings. As you guys know, uh, the, you know the Thursday edition of the show is audio uh, exclusive unlike the uh, the Saturday show when I do the live stream but the Thursday show is just for you uh, podcast subscribers out there so uh, we're gonna have a good show I'm gonna go off on a couple of rants about college and about graduation ceremonies because I do have a few about those so uh, it'll be a fun time today but uh, first things first Let's hear about our sponsor and make some money for the show. Okay? Okay. Let's go do that. Alrighty, folks. Uh, Just starting off this episode, I want to take a uh, few moments to give a shout-out to other podcasts. Uh, hosts using uh, Anchor and uh, their podcasts. I rarely ever do this, but uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling good today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm feeling extra generous and extra nice. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to uh, Bubba McComb, aka Sad Boy Shinobi. I uh, love that nickname, by the way, and he is the host of, uh, I'm subscribed to so many podcasts, I'm going to have to look it up. He is the uh, host of the uh, of the Hella Tired podcast. Yeah, that's his podcast, so uh, Bubba McComb, a.k.a. Sad Boy Shinobi, is a uh, comedian out of Arizona. And, um, he does this hilarious podcast called the Hell of Tired podcast where he interviews other comedians. Uh, and most of you are saying, well, Sam, he sounds like a guy like Joey Diaz and 
Joe Rogan and a bunch of these other comedians. And I mean, yeah, he does the same style of genre. He does the same style of genre show as I do, where it's, you know, comedy and uh, current events and just long form conversations. But he's really, really good. Um, he and I have been in touch. And uh, we're going to do a show together maybe before the end of the year. I don't know. I'm certainly hoping so because he's just awesome. So go check out his podcast. Um, also, big shout out to uh, Robert John Boyle, host of the uh, Robert John Boyle podcast uh, on Anchor. He's a uh, he's a he's also a college kid, just like I am. I think he may be like a year or two younger than I am. He does much shorter podcasts, only like five or ten minutes. But he does them every freaking day, and they're really good as well. So uh, I just want to give a shout-out to those two specific anchor uh, independent podcasters because they're awesome. They've been helping to promote this show. Um, So I figured I would just give them a little love and uh, shout-out their shows. So, uh, you know, you're welcome, boys, and thank you for helping me out as well. So, uh, graduation day. It's been crazy this uh, past semester. It's been crazy this year in 2018. I I just, as I said a few weeks ago on the show, I feel as if uh, 2018 dragged along while simultaneously just, like, flying by. Um and, uh, you know, the, the crazy thing is, is I was only going for an associate's degree at my school, but it took me like, you know, two and a half years, almost three years to uh, accomplish that. And, uh, you know, that might not seem like a long time, but for me, it certainly felt like a long time. It felt like an eternity. And uh, then having to uh, run back and forth between, you know, the school I was at and USF just to, you know, drop off paperwork to, you know, to transfer over. It was harder than getting a, uh, you know, well, I wouldn't say it was harder, but it was pretty darn close to getting a driver's license from the DMV, you know, just in terms of, um, how, just time consuming and how much bureaucracy it was for me to uh, do that. And, uh, you know, even though I've lived here in Florida for six years, I also had to, uh, I had to get proof of residency for uh, the state of Florida and do all that. That was a, that was a major, uh, you know, pain in the butt, um, you know, to do pain in the ass but uh, that got squared away. Um, I mean, it just seems like it seems it seems like it's really hard. Not so much in terms of like grades and whatnot to get into a school anymore, but just like the sheer volume of paperwork that you have to do to get into a school. You know, um. First, they require, well, you know, first they require transcripts, obviously, because they're going to look at those. But then they also need things like, you know, your, your, 
if you've if you've taken any like you know dual enrollment credits at high in high school, uh, oh yeah, that was the other thing I had to, I had to deal with too. Uh, I so six years ago when I graduated high school, I uh, you know I, I I had taken a um, a dual enrollment course my senior year of high school. And like it, I was part of Deca, which is a business. Um, organization like uh it's it's basically like a national business curriculum that is taught in high schools throughout the country um and i was part of that in high school and they also gave uh dual enrollment credit through my high school school um at one of the colleges in uh colorado so i took that class my senior year of high school got the uh I got the you know dual I got the dual enrollment credit but it wouldn't transfer over to the state college of Florida where I was at. So um I you know so it sat there for six years and you know it's been a while since I've been in high school like it like I said it's been six years so when I was applying to USF they had asked me if I had taken any like dual enrollment courses in high school and I said yes but you know this is one of those funny things you know they they always say that memory is not always uh accurate like that you can't always rely on a person's memory because after a while things start to change and uh, this was definitely true in my case because uh, I said that I had gone to uh, one school in Denver for the the, the, the dual enrollment. Um, I had gone, you know, to one community co- through one community college in Denver that I, you know, that's popular. So I thought that was what it was for, but it actually turned out to be another community college and the paperwork and trying to straighten that out like you would have thought I you would have thought I would have just been able to say oh whoops sorry I I made a mistake um you know here's here's the correction uh but nope I actually had to I actually had to write to the school that I made the mistake of selecting as the dual enrollment college and, uh, you know, sending them a letter saying, hey, uh, you know, can you guys send a letter to USF saying that I was never uh, enrolled here? I actually, I actually had to do that. I actually had to, like, you know, write them a letter, send it an email, and then have them, like, mail a physical letter to the college just to verify that I had never, go- that I had never gone to this uh, certain community college in Denver. And I guess it's actually fairly common that they have to do that. Um, because when I asked, they were like, oh, yeah, we do that all the time. Um, so it just goes to show that memory is not always real reliable, especially, you know, coming from your teenage years and whatnot. And I, I can't imagine I'm I'm 23 now. I can't imagine it gets uh, any better. Um.
I'm sure I'll forget stuff about State College um, here soon enough. Heck, I sometimes, folks, it's even hard for me to remember, like, podcast episodes I've done, like, from three months ago just because, you know, time moves so dang fast. So we got the, uh, we got the paperwork squared away with the transfer, which that was the, that was the hardest obstacle to get through. Then we got my residency papers, um, sent to them. Then we got the immunization form, which was good. Um, and finally we got my transcript over there. So everything turned out good and I am going to USF. Um, it just took a while for us to get everything, uh, over there. Um, so, and then in the midst of that, I had final exams and I, 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 I had final exams on Tuesday. I had a holiday party yesterday and then I'm graduating tonight. Well, and then I had the podcast, you know, on Saturday as always. And now I'm doing this little Thursday, uh, rant podcast uh, as it were. So, um, now as many of you guys know, I have a physical disability and I'm in a wheelchair. The reason why I bring that up is for my graduation ceremony tonight, I have to be there at the event by five to do like a, 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 I shouldn't really call it a walkthrough because obviously I can't walk. But uh, I guess a roll-through in my case would be the appropriate word. I'm supposed to be able to do like a a, a roll-through because they're going to take me up a wheelchair ramp onto the stage and uh, whatnot to uh, to do the ceremony. So we're going to do a dry run of that at, at like 5. Then I may grab some dinner like right before the ceremony. Ceremony starts at like 7. And goes until nine. Uh, originally, I thought it was supposed to go until ten, um, because the school the school sent out a bunch of confusing emails too. Uh, initially, they said the graduation was supposed to be on Thursday, at the very beginning of the semester when they were scheduling graduation. They said it was going to be on Thursday, uh, December thirteenth, which is today. Then, like around Halloween, they changed it to Friday the day after, and then um, they said it was supposed to be on Thursday again, so here we are now, and, uh, you know, so that's more confusion that got squared away. Um, So we have the ceremony from 7 to 9 tonight, and... uh, yeah, then I'll be on break finally. Then I can attend to the uh, podcast. I I will say this. Uh, seven to nine, though. I mean, maybe it's just me, but that seems a little long for a ceremony. Um, especially when you consider the fact that... Um, a 
lot of the ceremony is just like stuff like the president getting up and speaking, the president of the college getting up and speaking, which, okay, that's to be expected, right? But then, like, we have a whole performance by the by the school band, which I'm sure is really good. But for the love of God, folks, I just want to, you know, get my diploma and get up on stage and graduate along with everyone else. I don't really... Again, I'm sure it's good, but I don't really care about the musical performance that that much. Um, the thing that I guess does kind of annoy me, though, and this has kind of been a pet peeve of mine for the past few years, is these uh, speeches from the class valedictorians. Okay, and the reason why they they annoy me so much is their speeches from students who pretty much went through the same, uh, you know, stuff that, through the same um, program that you might have, but they just excelled uh, mostly in their grades. And some of you are like, oh, well, Sam, you're just being petty. And um, maybe, maybe just a little bit, but I don't really get why that deserves like a whole... 12-minute speech or whatever. Some of them some of them have gone on for 15 or 20 minutes. I know that, like, the valedictorian at, at my high school, the two valedictorians at my high school had 20-minute speeches, each about their whole academic ex- experience. Um, and that was back in high school. And uh, the irony later on... And I guess this is the other reason why valedictorian speeches kind of annoy me too. And I guess this is going to be like my big rant of the show, um, so to speak, is about the valedictorian speeches. The reason why I I guess I find them a little annoying is, uh, at least from what I know, um, at least one of the valedictorian kids from from my high school... uh, once once this individual got to college, um, I know that they started smoking weed and uh, not not that there's anything wrong with inherently smoking weed, but they basically um, ended up parting their their way through college. And I think this individual may have actually had to drop out because they're uh, – their GPA was too low or something like it. Like they weren't going to make it through college. Um, anyway, so it just goes to show that just because you got valedictorian in high school or just because you got valedictorian at a junior college, it doesn't really mean much in in the end, unless you continue um, the solid work in your um, education or in your uh, career or whatnot. And no one is really going to remember the speech that you gave in high school or in college later on. Like, I just... All I remember from the high school speech is that they gave a speech, and that's it. 
So I don't know. It just seems like that's tacking on uh, extra time to the ceremony that could be used to get us uh, up there and graduated and, uh, you know, out the doors with our uh, diplomas or our certificates. So, um, I don't know, though. That's just me being me and, you know, I'm, I'm proud of them, for sure. I'm proud of all of us. I'm not trying to be like a, a, a real disingenuous dick. I just, I don't know. Um, it just seems like the speeches are a little ridiculous. That that that's all I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I'm saying. Don't get your uh, don't get your panties in a bunch collectively if uh, I've I've offended you or or whatnot or do whatever. Um, so now I've got all this time off and. Uh, Time to time to celebrate. Time to enjoy the holidays, folks. Um, as I said, I'm going to try recording a few shows for the uh, you know before Christmas officially kicks off, um, and uh, I'm gonna planning things out more for 2019 for the show as well so yeah folks it's uh it's been a good year for the podcast i must say that too uh we got moved over to anchor here in like uh i think it was march that was when i moved uh the whitfield report from uh tape right over to anchor, which was a much better move, and uh, now we have sponsors and contributors, which I really do appreciate, ladies and gentlemen. I really, really do. Um, seriously, I mean, just the fact that I'm getting like 32 listen listens per episode, um, per week is really, really, really rewarding. And, um, you know, I don't even... I mean, obviously, I love the fact I'm getting some sponsorship money now from the ads we've been playing more towards the beginning of the show, and I love the fact that we have some very generous uh, contributors to the show whether it's uh, via Patreon or um, via the Anchor uh, listener support. I really do uh, genuinely appreciate that. But re- Sorry about that. Uh, it got cut off there for a sec. Uh, as I was saying, though, Regardless, folks, I would still be doing uh, this podcast for uh, free, whether or not I got sponsors or not, because, uh, you know, I've been podcasting for 10 years, and I've mainly been doing this for free, so uh, trust me when I say I'm very grateful for 
the uh, the support of our patrons and listeners here uh, at the Whitfield Report. All of you who download the podcast and share it uh, with your friends and family and relatives and even associates. And you guys who are running the show, you guys really mean the world to me. And uh, as long as you guys are keep downloading, I will for sure keep producing podcasts. I love this medium. Uh, I've loved this medium ever since I discovered it uh, back in 2007 as a listener. A year later in 2008, I started podcasting uh, when no one knew what podcasting was. And uh, just to watch the medium grow and change and, you know, like Anchor is just phenomenal in and of itself as a hosting platform. I've really got to give credit to uh, the team that helps distribute this show as well. Could not do this without them now. Um, It's just awesome folks so yeah it's been a good week it's been a tiring week it's been a good year it's been a good semester but a tiring semester or so uh what can i say folks i'm a boss man and i'm just really glad uh that things this year have turned out well all the way around uh really there's not much uh, more else a man could ask for other than, you know, awesome friends, awesome family who who I just want to take a moment to publicly thank my friends and my family, my mom and my dad for supporting me uh, through college and helping me with college and uh, also for helping to support me with uh, my podcast, even my dad, who might not have always understood my passion for podcasting, but still supports me anyway, um, in his own way. I really appreciate that. Um, To all my friends who have gone way back with me, and, uh, you know, even to the friends who I've met through the podcast, and to some of those people who have written to me and uh, who tweet at me and interact with me. You guys mean the world uh, to me as well as far as listeners go. You guys are the best. Uh, Like I said, I could not do this show without you guys. So it means a lot. And this, uh, this episode is as much a celebration of you guys helping me get here as much as it is just me celebrating my accomplishment. So, uh, anyway, folks, what can I say? I'm an extremely blessed man. So, uh, I think that'll just about do it for the Thursday show. I know it's not a full hour, um, like I usually do. But, uh, you know, these full shows never are. Um... These Thursday shows never are like full-blown shows, but I'll be back on Saturday uh, for sure, and then Sunday for the American Watchmen Roundtable. 
And yeah, I think that'll just about do it for, uh, you know, Thursday. Just checking in on you, saying uh, hi, and uh, hope all is well. So, uh, you know, thanks for uh, tuning in. And as always, folks, if you uh, like the show and you feel like you can uh, maybe support the show, please uh, feel free to go on over to anger.fm forward slash Whitfield Report and click on that support the show button. It really uh, helps me out. Or you can just tap on the link uh, if you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts or one of those, uh, you know, podcast apps. The link is in the description below. So I really appreciate that. Really appreciate you checking out the show's sponsor. And uh, folks, I'll see you Saturday. And uh, until then, have a uh, good rest of your week. God bless and God save this great nation. Hey folks, if you're still listening to the podcast, congratulations, you've made it all the way to the end. And if you've made it this far, you're uh, certainly a loyal listener, and I would like to uh, just remind folks that you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report, and uh, please consider becoming a, a financial backer of this show. For either $1, $5, or $10 a month, you can... Uh, help give extra support for the show so that I can uh, purchase supplies and pay for items to keep uh, improving the quality of this show. Uh, I do have sponsors now, ladies and gentlemen, but as always, the, uh, the extra support from the listeners really helps. So if you are uh, so inclined, please go to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report and please uh, continue supporting the show. Uh, Also, please uh, continue sharing the podcast with your friends and uh, family and co-workers. And please uh, consider rating this show five stars on iTunes and leaving a nice review. We really appreciate it and your loyalty is really appreciated. Have a good rest of your uh, day or week or wherever you're listening in the past, present, future hour. And I'll see you next episode on the Whitfield Report.